On today's episode, Dave interviews Mo Gaffney. Mo has been in the films Happy Texas, Drop Dead Gorgeous, and Other People's Money. And with her comedy partner, Kathy Najimy, has done two Obi-Winning off-Broadway shows, The Kathy and Mo Show, Parallel Lives, and The Kathy and Mo Show, The Dark Side. On location at I.O. West L.A. Scripted Comedy Festival in Hollywood, I'm Ian Foley, and this is ADD Comedy. I went hunting for information about you, and it's really hard to, it's hard to find out information. Like, where are you from? I'm from originally. Yeah. I was born in San Diego. San Diego. I mm-hmm. think I knew that. I knew that from That's IMDb. That's the one thing I let out. But, uh, and then I watched a bunch of things that you did mm-hmm. uh, with Kathy and Jimmy. Kathy, hi, hi, hi. Oh my yeah. God, you guys. I, 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 which really inspired me because it made me think about having partners and how you find your partner and you love your partner. Mm-hmm. And you look at somebody and you go, that's the person I want to play with. Yeah. Is that how that happened? Well, yeah. We, uh, we met each other <clears throat> in San Diego. She was the producer at a feminist cafe. Thank you. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Uh, no, and she, um, so she, she booked the acts there. And she in what knew, city? In San Diego, California. Oh, she's, she, how did she get to San Diego, too? Do you she's from there idea? as well. She was born in San Diego as well. Wow. Yes. Uh-huh. San Diego natives, if you will. Uh-huh. And um, That's got to be rare. I'm sorry. This is called ADD, so we're going to go over that. But isn't it? How many people are from San Diego? I don't know. My whole family is. And her whole family. So that's two whole families. Right? It's not that rare. It's not that rare in your family. 100% of the people that you work with, when you work with Kathy, are from San Diego. I did the math so you don't have to. Okay. <laughs> Great. Perfect. Thank you. And did you met her? You mm-hmm. met her there? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. I met her. I worked at the Old Globe Theater in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Doing what? Mm-hmm. Uh, box office. Box office. Yeah. Did you do any theater there? I did. I did a little bit of theater there, but I had to leave there before. I had to leave there because they didn't take me seriously. I'd worked there since I was 17 years old. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was just... I was raised there a little bit. That was my college, was working at a theater. Right. So, um, yeah, so I did a couple of things there, but nothing that I, nothing that I cared about. Are you equity? I am. Mm-hmm. I am everything. I belong to so many unions. Right. I really am. I'm thinking of uh, taking that VW guy up, having him move it here to L.A., and I'll work there, and I can be can a member of that union. Can you believe that? Can you believe that, uh, that, that, uh, 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 a car manufacturer who are really into unions moved down to a work, a right to work state. And I'm thinking, what are you thinking? Because that's a state where you don't have to be a union. And you, like everything that Volkswagen does is about unions. I know, but I love it. What do you love I, about it? Because it really brought something to life. I, I agree with that as well. You know, and right. the, he's not going to, you know, in the South, or people in the South are going, fuck that, you know. What, people in the South are going, fuck what? Fuck that, that we are so stupid. Right. That we decide not to have a factory here. I really hope they do that, Mo, because I feel like they don't go fuck that, they go fuck them. They don't say well, we the, fucked well, up. Well, if they're that stupid, that's their own problem, man. I don't care. <sighs> you, you know, because guess what? There's nothing wrong with the union. I'm in unions like crazy. My father was in unions. He worked for the union. Which union? Uh, the, you know, metal. The, fit, the rodeo the, union? The, the lasso union? The guy, the union guy who works on ships. Uh, okay, fine. Uh, the Steelworkers right. Union. Uh, that that was the union he was in, and um, uh, I just think unions are good. My dad was uh, IBEW Electrical Workers. Mm-hmm. My mom was Teachers Union. My grandfather, my grandmother was International Garment Workers Union. My uh, my uncle well, was. Know, guess what's happening to us? Who's in us? this country? Us. Okay. What's happening to us in this country is we're going back, 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 back to the beginning of the last century. And we're going to where there's the uh, the Carnegies and the freaking whoever's right. who own everything. Right. 
and uh, people work for nothing, and they work for 12 hours, and they get a dollar for that, right. and they have no rights. Right. And so just go ahead. You people keep voting these assholes into office. Oh my God! Keep allowing corporations. Jesus Christ! To, I agree with to, you. Right. To have their taxes cut to nothing. Right. While they don't give you jobs. Right. There's no such thing as trickle down. There's nothing's trickling down. No. P is trickling down their legs while they're laughing at how stupid you are. <laughs> well, that's really that's exactly the um, way that I feel about I it too. Know. Because I am a hundred percent union, and everybody goes, you know what? On my weekends, the last thing I want to think about is a union. I'm well, going. You know why you have a weekend? Because the Fucking That's union. exactly right. Fuckers. Exactly I can't right. take it, Mo. I just can't take oh, it. Man. I can't take it. I can't and, either. And my, my point is, why aren't those cocksuckers... Cock this is not a, a G-rated thing. Why are those <laughs> cocksuckers who are going, we're being raped... Why aren't they saying, we're being raped? Why are they saying, oh, this is okay. I guess this is the way that it has to because be. Because they're stupid. Because they want to believe Who? that people that are rich know more than them. I also think that they think that they are one paycheck away from rich. And they're not. That's You're absolutely right. They bought it as a, this American dream, which no longer exists. And the, the whole idea of, uh, I might win the lottery. You know, I might have the great idea. I might sell the app. And they're, uh, meanwhile... They're mad that uh, people are on welfare, and next week they're going to be on welfare. So Right, yeah. right. And I also I think... The, where, where do you find the beginning of the stupidity? I don't know where. I think you find the beginning of the greed and the avarice is with the corporations. And then with the politicians who take the money from the corporations to vote bad for their entire constituency. And I think a lot, the majority of people vote against their best interest. I think well, a, a lot, lot of, of people vote against their best interest. So, and, right. and so what, what you were saying earlier about, about it's the, um, why do these people keep, why do these voters keep voting these people in Although who don't? they're really screwing themselves. That's what I mean. No, but I mean, now the politicians are like, they thought they could do anything. Right. You know what I mean? They thought they could shut down the government ha, 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 and we're going to make them do what we want. Did not work. They fucked it up. Are you, was your family political? Uh, eh, Political-ish, I mean. But isn't San Diego, San Diego is so kind of like, Republican whatever. though. It is when my parents were Democrats. Oh. You know, we're Irish Catholic. Right. What do you want? <laughs> the minute did you go to Kennedy Catholic, came did you go out, to, I was like, okay, we're Democrats. Did you go to Catholic school? I did. Uh, what, what was the name of the Catholic school? St. Bridget's uh -huh. Academy. Right. My ex-wife went to uh, Our Lady of Perpetual Help. Oh, well, that's nice. Instead of I Our Lady so. of Perpetual Sorrows, that would be a bummer. But, but I think that that's probably a, a Catholic place, too. Oh, it is, yeah. I, I gotta tell you, I like you Catholics. I'm Jewish and I just like you Catholics so well, much. Well, that's because we're like Jews. In you so many are ways. like Jews. Yeah. You get some days off. <laughs> Jews get some days off. Guilt. Right? right. Used to be you couldn't eat fish on Friday. Did you, Jews do, did you guys do that? Things. Yeah, of course. Did you, you went, to, you went to Catholic school, grammar school, and then high school? No, I went to Catholic school, grammar school. We ran out of money by my sixth grade. Uh huh. So when I hit sixth grade, we, uh, I went to public school, and my uh -huh. brother and sister got to finish out. They were older, so they got to finish out Catholic school. Right. The rest of us were like, yes, we get to wear clothes, regular clothes. Do you remember, because I, I went to grammar school in Chicago, and you, you and I are basically the same age. And uh, I went to grammar school in Chicago, and I clearly remember, and, and this might freak you guys out, I clearly remember, <laughs> because really, I clearly remember in fourth grade, we we had a uh, we had a we had, a, we had an assembly and the teacher said the principal got us all together. This is so weird and said, "You uh, women, uh, girls can now wear pants if they want to. They don't have to wear a skirt." See what I'm saying? 
No, because I didn't say I anything. Didn't say about that's that. why I was going. But well, bottom, please remind me. But it was. But it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I agree with people. I, I bring it back to myself. I'm anyway, like, see, what, see I what I'm saying? But then again, you make the person go. I don't remember saying that. I now I feel guilty about not not <laughs> listening to you no, in a strong way. Say that, but uh, that's well, it's true. It's true. I think for me, it goes back to what we were talking about at the bar, and that was uh, w- women. Uh, what the evolution of the evol- I think that we're seeing the evolution of women um, in society in a way that we haven't said, seen it before. Of course not. We've been chattel. You know, up until the beginning of this past century, mm-hmm. we were basically chattel. We didn't have any rights. Do you know what I mean? We were, we were the husbands. Right. That's it. But, right. I mean, there's slavery, which, of course, was horrible. And certainly uh, that's a, a newer uh, in some ways. Uh, to this country than actually no actually no be, women being chattel is, is well if you remember the ago. women ha- women haven't had the vote for a hundred years no 1922 is when my crazy? grandmother got to vote because she was born in 1898 so in her lifetime she was a, couldn't vote and could vote right and it's just shocking to me now right that she couldn't vote and then there are women that are are and again this goes to my lefty tendencies there are women that um uh, I, I, that that are voting against them voting. Oh, please. Oh. But I guess that also is true of men too. Well, some people are so frightened of having a thought or having to do anything themselves, or you know what I mean. That's what it's. I I think all of it is fear. I think all of their, you know, the the Christian, the people who want to in Kansas who want to be able to say that they won't serve gay people. How can you tell if somebody's gay? Unless they flounce in and say, hi, I'm gay. Right. If they just walk in and want a freaking sandwich. Right. Then you have to know they're gay somehow and then say, no, we won't serve you. Huh. Sounds a little bit like maybe Germany back in the 30s. Right. It's just crazy town that this is America and that they think because of their religion, separation of church and state in this country, mm-hmm. that they're going to be able to push that through. Right. Kansas and Tennessee. And, uh, and Idaho. Idaho did the same Idaho. thing that Kansas did this week. Idaho did the same thing that Kansas did, but they what ramped it up. What are they so afraid of? What? Is, what, what? And here's another thing. I also think, why don't they think that they know people that are being affected by this? If you don't think that you know a gay person, then look at the person that's sucking your dick. Because they might, you <laughs> might be gay. You know what I mean? It's like, wait a minute, that's a guy. And if you, and if, oh and if you're, you know what I mean? Like at that moment where you go, I don't know, I don't well, how know. how about, guess what? The cat is out of the bag. The right. cat is not going back in the bag. Right. Gay people are not going back in the closet. They nope. are a fact. That's all they are. Right. All they are is a fact. Yep. Yep. Get over yourself. Right. All right. right. Let's talk comedy. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, um, so I was watching that. I was watching a clip of you and Kathy doing the the angels and heaven and that scene. You know, that scene right there. And, um, but again, that's a lot of the work that you do is political work without being political. And when I say work, what I mean is. uh, Well, yeah, I mean, we could go in there and yell at people, but. Maybe they would leave. So we had to figure out a way to say what we wanted to say uh, in a funny way. Right. You know, and and let's face it, even no matter how poor you are, no matter how screwed up your life is, if you have a sense of humor, right, it makes everything easier. And being raised Catholic, I would imagine, mm. this is just a guess, that there was a lot of humor in your, in your family. Yes, there was, and a lot of drinking. And a lot of drinking. <laughs> Jews don't drink. Funnier than a I didn't drunk dr- Irish person. My my family didn't drink. We didn't drink. Well, I, that, 
Jewish people, you don't, they don't have a long history of uh, alcoholism. No, that's not their problem. <laughs> or if they do, it's like, shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, Where did you learn? Because I, 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 watching, watching your scenes, it reminded me a lot of the, the scene work that, that Second City did, which is my history. Where did you learn all that? Where did you, where would, where'd you get your training for satire and writing and all that? I didn't get any training particularly. I, I did, I went uh, when I was uh, uh, like late teens, early 20s, I, I, I uh, played with uh, at a place called International Blend and a man named Don Victor. We did improv and that's where I learned to do improv. Is this, this is in San in Diego? San Diego. Uh -huh. He's a freaking genius. His name's Don Victor and he used to do a show with Whoopi Goldberg years ago um, before he was born. Uh, so that's, I did do improv there. I say that to everybody. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, but I believe it in you. I think you're quite kind of practical. So I learned improv there with him, mm -hmm. and then I uh, uh, had a, a group called Hot Flashes, which was a, a, fe a female comedy improv group. How many of those women are still working? Um, in in that Sherry Glazer in... is. Oh yes, of course. Yeah, she yeah. wrote. She was on Off Broadway. Right. Uh, Maggie Gillette unfortunately died of breast cancer. Mm -hmm. um, and Robin Samuels. She's, I don't think she's working. She's do, she's probably doing something creative, but mm. uh, she has two kids. And, um, so, yeah, so that's where I, I did all that work. I, that's where I started to do it, but I didn't like it trained. It didn't go to, like, a, the groundlings or anything mm -hmm. like that. Did you ever want to do that? Well, what happened is that my friend Sherry said she came to L.A. This is after we stopped being hot flashes, and she said she went to, like, the groundlings or something like that and was like, and I was going to go and take classes and do it, but they were going to make me start at the beginner stage. And I said, really? And she said, yeah. So I decided not to. And I was like, so that's why I never tried. I thought, I already, I've already done improv and I've gotten paid for it and done shows of improv. Right. And so I don't need to take classes from somebody who probably hasn't done as much improv as I have. And, and yet, but I, I also go... I go back to the to the shows that you and Kathy because you did you started doing that the HBO stuff in what year? Jesus, ninety like ninety. We well we did the show we taped the show in ninety maybe right yeah. <laughs> and so at that time show. you were four and so you were doing shows then and, and so what what where did you what how did you what how did you what I know how come why right. <laughs> Like why? I'm sorry. I, I know. like like where did you get the training to do that? Because I just feel like maybe I wasted all my life not like taking yeah. training. I didn't have to do any of that. No, I mean no. I mean I didn't get. I don't know what you mean by training other than going and doing improv. So but there's also writing because there's a satirical thing. Oh, I didn't get any training that, in writing. But that's what I mean. I just because guess what? When nobody will hire you, when nobody will hire you to do something, uh, you have to hire yourself. So you have <sighs> to give yourself something to do, right? So Kathy and I, we're not like great beauties. I think she's beautiful, obviously, but you know we're not your ideal of womanly beauty. And uh, so we, nobody was going to hire us to be in the play, to play the ingenue, <laughs> and we weren't old enough to be the character actor. Yeah. Although right. that was our look. I mean, I'm, this is just reality. So we thought, well, let's put on our own show. Right. You know, and uh, we'll write our own show about what we care about. Mm -hmm. And so we did. And we'd both done improv before. And uh, that's so we just did it. 
I, so many people that I know, have, uh, I was talking to Matt Jones, who played Badger on um, Breaking Bad, a, a, a show that I have never seen. Apparently, it's very popular. <laughs> I hope it keeps going on and on and on. Um, it's done. And they stopped it. What? It's, cra- it's canceled. No. It's stopped. It's like no. The end. It's too the late. Guy, I'll never see it again. You can see it on Netflix. Not, what's a Netflix? So, um, uh, <laughs> so what Matt was saying was this, which is very interesting. He's a six foot three gawky guy. And he said, there's just no way that I'm going to get work unless I create that work myself. And it's true. It's really true. I mean, maybe maybe it's getting better. I don't know. I'm going to think it's getting better because there are some quirky chicks now. That get work, and you think, well, that would she wouldn't have been hired before, right? And and it's there's a lot more funny women that people sort of allow in the party, you know right, what I mean? Right. So it's different now uh, than back in the twenties when I you, was <laughs> when they were doing vaudeville, yeah. and you gave birth on stage, and then popped that baby in a drawer, yeah, and so, then did the dog and pony show. But it worked out because <laughs> we became sort we were sort of uh, a, a, a oddity. But I also also think that um, that you have become an inspiration to a lot of people. Yeah, no, I don't. No, I, I, but you have, but you have. I mean, um, you haven't. (laughs) No, no, I get choked up about it seriously because I, I look at, I look at what, what, because I, I agree that you guys aren't going to be hired for the, for the ingenue. But I also think that, especially now. But you work you now more. You, do you you work a lot though? Still, I work enough. I, I work enough. I, I have no complaints. I'm not, I have nothing to complain about. And I'm not asking you to complain. Well, I could though. Uh, given <laughs> well, a anybody, anything could be a problem. I have a thyroid problem apparently. Just found out. Yeah. How exciting! Anyways, well, a little bit. Exciting. That's why I got so fat. Do, is that what happened? Yes. I have no idea. It's not like oh my god, what happened? It's a thing. And now, but is it, is there something about you knowing that that is what it is that helps it out? Do you know what I mean? To know that it's not just you going, why am, I'm only eating lettuce and Oh my hair. God, I tell you, it's the greatest right. thing I ever found out. Right, that's right. what because I mean. I was a like, diagnosis is huge. Honestly, I could eat nothing and I would gain weight. And right. I'm like, okay, apparently after your certain age, you just become fat. <laughs> and, uh, no, but I just found this out. I started taking pills and mm-hmm. maybe they'll make me not so fat. Oh. But anyways, uh, that has nothing to do with comedy. Um, but well, I'm not here to talk about comedy. Be funny too, so I'm not. Uh, oh my I god! Well, I just, I, we just, we just lost a dear friend of mine who was oh, really, god, really I'm overweight. Sorry. No, it's okay because you know I think that uh, my friend Jay Leggett, he was, he was. Oh yes, I he, saw that. Yeah. You have, you have a lot of, we have a lot of mutual friends. We do have a lot of mutual he, friends. Uh, and when he passed, it was like what? But I think the, it's the same thing with Chris Farley, where a lot of us went, uh, I'm saddened, I'm not shocked. Well, it's hard to be shocked when you they're obviously use drugs and drink and are terribly overweight right right you can't go on forever you can't do all of that i but then you get somebody like what happened to phil hartman and you go what well the that's just crazy fuck? town that's all that is that's just woo-hoo. right yeah that's that's yeah and when somebody like that goes, you go, how the fuck did, why is someone like Dick Cheney still alive and that fucker is dead? Well, we could go do, on and on with those comparisons. I know, I know, I know. And it's kind of why a nice fantasy. Why is Michelle Bachman still alive? Right, right. My friend Lauren Dombrowski dead. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or, right, exactly. And to look at that, for me, there's so much, uh, it's so nice to be political. I think it's so great to be political. Uh we're talking about uh, you know looking at the Facebook page uh, and looking at my Facebook page and saying how much is about 
in, in inequality, marriage, you know, the, 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 the getting, gays getting married, um, gun rights and all that stuff. I cannot stop from being outspoken and political about it. Well, neither can I. I tell you right now, neither can I. And, um, and it just seems like there's more and more and more to get outspoken about. Mm -hmm. And you learn it quicker. Mm -hmm. Because things like what's happening in Florida with these kids getting killed for, you know, on the Stand Your Ground law. I mean, who knows if there wasn't an internet, if we'd know about that shit. Because it probably happened all the time. We just didn't know about it. I think, I think we live in a really awesome time right now, just yeah. in terms of I, getting Can I tell you, I was a, I, people called me a computer nerd. That's what I was called back in the day when nobody had computers. I had a computer. I was on Bolton boards. I was talking to people I didn't know. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was the big computer nerd. And now, now they're, they're, yeah, now they're on the computer. And computers I are really popular. Led the way. Right. Yeah. Right. I didn't lead the way, but Prodigy, anyone? CompuServe? Right. Okay. Well, I remember when I was on Resident Second City, uh, we got a, we, I had a laptop that cost. I got that, cost, that AOL. I was very excited. Oh, I, I was very excited as well. And that sort of thing. Like, we, my wife and I bought, we spent $5,000 on a laptop, right? And we hooked it up on main stage at Second City. We hooked it up to a big TV, we cranked it out there, and I remember Carell and I were sitting on main stage, and we were we put out, can we have a, we typed out, can we have a suggestion from the universe, and on AOL, and no one responded, and 200 people in the audience, 200 drunk people in the audience were going, maybe we should go, <laughs> maybe we should go, yeah. and now look at, I, I cannot believe the world we live in, Mo. Here's, I can't, well, I can't either. It's amazing. Although Star Trek did predict a lot of it. That's right. all I'm gonna say. Right. Nostradamus and Star, and Star Trek. Trek. Right. Because yeah, they knew I knew it was coming. These things, pretty much a cell phone. Right. Uh, the, the, like the, the, tra the, the trans the, the trans trans yeah. trans we, don't, we can't remember the transporter. transporter the what no not the transporter not the transporter but the trans the is the tran the, yeah there's the, a lot of nerds going clearly pushing their glasses up their nose going what's happening How i come? love it the only thing i don't love about it is that it used to be not monetized it used to be free of commercial right it was slower right but it was free of commercials and now you cannot make a step on the internet without someone trying to show you a commercial. Right. You and, can't go anywhere. And net neutrality is a huge thing too. Oh, well saying, that's like, one thing I'm going to be pissed off about. Oh, don't even give me that. The, the, don't give me that. The you... throttling thing. Oh, come on. Right. Right. Well, you got to figure that somebody, some these big corporations are looking to oh. fucking squeeze the fuck out oh, of you. Oh, yes, they already do. And that's okay. I'm, I'm not saying everything should be free, but what I'm saying is, really? Everything should cost. <laughs> everything should everything cost? Everything Not should everything cost. should be free, but should everything well, fucking here's the cost? Thing. We should be able to go anywhere on the internet if we have that one service. That should be it. They shouldn't get to pick if I go to his web page or her web page. Right. Or right. if I can look it up, if I can go to Google and go, oh, good, Grace has a web page. I'm going to go look at it. Right. Click, click, click. I can't get to it because these people don't have decided that I have to pay another tier. Right. For Grace's webpage? Mm -mm, mm -mm. It's very popular, Grace. Your webpage is very popular. <laughs> it's got even more popular after this. <laughs> right. It's got a lot of listeners. Are you do you use do you use the inter, do you use the internet to do promo for yourself, promo stuff? Uh, just, just the, the very the least amount. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, not the least amount. I have a web page. Yes, you do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, what else would it be, really? Right. Mogafney.net, uh, but it's not. Um, and uh, but I don't. I mean, I have a Twitter thing. Right. A Twitter name, which I joined Twitter a long time ago because a friend said join Twitter, and I was like, okay. And then I forgot that I joined it and had it. So I was on Twitter a long time with a whole new thing. But my old thing was there, sitting there, waiting for me. What's so I went back to it, and I oh. got it. So I'm at Mo Gaffney. I know, I know. I, I, know, I, I hooked know. you up. I hooked you yeah. up. I hooked up with you today. Uh, but I, I don't spend tomorrow. a lot of time on Twitter. It's, it gives me a headache. I, no, it, it, it does give me a headache. It's, it's, it's like Twitter. Exactly. It's like I don't fucking chatter. I don't, because a lot of it, I just say, really? You're still talking? <laughs> I right. have a lot. I but a lot of people are still oh, talking like, and tweeting and every talking. Every time I go on, they're, Right. Oh, I just saw this. Look at my picture. Retweet. Uh, I do this. Oh. I, but I do the retweet? same thing. The retweet of it all? No. The retweet <laughs> of it all. Isn't that the name of your book? Yes, it is. The retweet of it all. The Mo Gaffney story. I'm just saying. Come right. On. Right. What you think is interesting isn't that interesting. Stop retweeting all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, are, have you done a one-person show? You've done a one-person show? Me? No. Yeah. Have I? God, I'm so old. I might have. <laughs> might have done one. Mm -hmm. No, I haven't. I've written a one-person show, but I never did it because I might have to actually do something. Isn't that interesting? Would you like to hire somebody to do your one-person show? Huh. Right? No, I'd be no. the only one that could do it. Right. Let's That's the thing about one-person show. You can watch other people do the Kathy and Mo show, but just saying. I'm just saying. Um, In fact, me and Kathy went to a show of the Kathy and Mo show. Wait, there was a Kathy and Mo show that the Kath that you oh, and Kathy did not do. They do it all the time. Do? They do it everywhere. People do. The, I'm sorry. Yeah. People do the Kathy and Mo show Why who aren't Kathy and, and Mo. Kathy and Mo show. We want it to be about us. No, <laughs> but we went and saw it, and we played different characters in it, right? Right. And they actually uh, cast people for each different character, <gasps> and they made the men men. It was just so bizarre to see a man playing like. Jeff and Chris and Jeff, right, right. Hank and Hank and Karen Sue. It was like, that's just so wrong. It was weird. They had a huge cast. And I thought, we, cause we did that all by ourselves. Did uh, How often did you and Kathy get to, like, what was, when you were putting your show, like, what was that like when, when you got together to rehearse or when you got together to, to write? Was there was there a structure to it? It's like, okay, I'm going to meet you at the office at 9 o'clock and we're going to be into that. Come over to my house, bring some Twix. I've got the Diet Coke. Uh-huh. Do you have anything else? Let's eat healthy. <laughs> what did you do today? How's mm -hmm. Ann? How's Sammy? How's Jack? Mm -hmm. um, what time is it? Oh, jeez. We only have a half hour left. Okay, that's right. That's exactly how it is. Every time. I've done that too. Yeah, it's last minute city. We right. lay around. We make up songs. We do everything. Uh -huh. Except, uh, right. In fact, we did one sh one piece that we, I think we may have only done it once. Uh we were at home and just being silly, we did this thing called, what were our names? Uh, Melinda and somebody. But we curled our upper lip up underneath itself uh -huh. and we pretended we were folk singers. <laughs> and we sang Puff the Magic Dragon and we had a dog and it was just the weirdest freaking thing ever. And then we thought it was so funny because when we were doing it, we were laughing so hard and then we did it once and people were like, really? <laughs> Why are you showing that to us? So we now know it has to be about something. How did HBO it. connect with you? How did you? How did that happen? Kathy said before, I think, we were going to, we were doing it at Don't Tell Mom, and she said, she used to tell people. Don't Tell Mom is a San Diego thing? No, it's a New York thing. A New York thing. 
uh, <clears throat> we did it at Don't Tell Mama. Mm-hmm. But she would tell everybody there, she said, oh, we're doing a special for HBO. And I'd be like, dude, we are? And she'd be like, no. <laughs> and we just kept saying that. And then one You manifested day, it. Yeah, totally. Kathy did. And then I started just agreeing with her because I figured, why she, not? She could make shit happen. She did. She made it happen. Yeah. Do you, do you, do you, I'm going to say this in a way, but there is something to that, the idea of manifestation without getting too wooshy-wooshy about the whole thing, but there's something about opening yourself up and what, what Kathy did, because I've, Kathy's a friend <laughs> of uh, Nia Vardalis, do you know oh, Nia? Oh, I love her. Yeah, Nia's a dear friend, a dear, dear friend of mine. I just love her so, as a person. I don't know yeah. her that well. I just love her, the idea of a Nia Vardalis. <laughs> right. And Nia, and, and I, I read her book. Oh, it, that book made me book. instant mom. I loved it. I just love everything about her. Me too. I don't and, even need and, to know her though. Well, I would no, but here this is what she did. Um, she she saw my marriage collapsing, and she said, "If you ever need a place to stay, you can stay with me." And That's I lived so nice. in her guest house for a year, <gasps> as my as my marriage was. Oh, as my I mean, was it's really up. nice in a horrible time. But, but it's not. But you know what? It made it so that it wasn't a horrible that time. That makes me love her. I, if I could love her anymore, right? I love her more. So I met Kathy and um, and oh, yeah, Dan. Dan sure. um, I met them at the at the Neans, mm-hmm. and um, and and Kathy always seemed like, and Dan certainly is another one uh, of the Dan band. Dan always seemed like uh, those people seemed like they never saw an obstacle. Do you understand yeah, what I mean? I think you're right. Like the idea of saying yeah. we're going to do that, and, and nobody then said, do it. and then they go and do it. Yeah, that's They're, totally them. Yeah. Them moving to, they live in New York now, right? Yes. Because their daughter is out there, right? No, their daughter, she was, no, because she's only 16 now. She was, I guess they moved out of her when she was 14, 13. Yeah, they moved because they didn't really want to bring up their daughter right. in Los Angeles. Right, right, you know, And I mean. then Kathy loves New York. She'd rather live there than anywhere. But uh, because her kid was with a bunch of vapid freaking rich girls, oh. and she was like, oh, I got to get you out of here. And of course, she didn't want to go because she's like, oh, my friend, but now she's just thriving there. Well, I went there. Where she she was gone. at 54 below. She, I oh, saw. She's a genius. You're right. Right. But I, I, look at, I look at everybody that. Stop hitting me. I look at so many people that we know. Mm-hmm. And the reason I want to hang out with them is they don't know the word no. They do not know the word no. And it's so inspiring. And so when you were doing ab fab, you must have been like around those people feeling so fucking inspired by that. I loved it. I thought it was the funniest thing I ever saw. Right. I went over there because I did this other thing called the Ruby Wax Show uh, in, in uh, London. And I did this character called Kathy Turner who would give reports from America. Um, she was a reporter. Taffy Turner, Inside America, so you don't have to be. Bye-bye. Um, and so I did that on the Ruby Wax show, and then Jennifer saw me on that, and she was like... Jennifer Saunders. Jennifer Saunders. Right. And she was doing um, AppFab, and she said, well, do you want to come over and be on the show? And I was like, yes, I will do anything. You are That's French. how it happened? You are French and Saunders. Right. And, uh, I, and she said, yes, and she said, but you, the problem is, since they hadn't done this, this was the first year before they had gone on the air, she said... Um, they'll fly you over here, but you have to stay at my house. And I was like, I don't care. Uh, because they said, aren't there any English actors who can play this part? And she was like, no, I, I wrote it. And she said she based it on me, which of course she didn't. Because she has blonde hair and she's like a nutball. But that's why her name is Bo. That character's name right, is Bo. Right, right, right. So that's how that happened. It's just been a freaking joy. Uh-huh. Every time I do it, I love it so much. Uh, to be around people like that, uh, it, it just, it, yeah. But it also gives me a, 
it makes me think that there's something else going on in this universe. There's something else that we artists get to do because it's like, look at you two strong fucking ladies changing the right. Oh, nicely done, ladies. Changing the changing the universe and inspiring so many people. I get so excited about how inspiring people. Oh, it's great. Well, I just read this thing. You probably saw it on Facebook, too. A, a quote of Kurt Vonnegut. He was like, whatever you do in life, be an artist. Be an artist. Draw something, sing a song, dance, sing in the shower, mm -hmm. write a poem. Even if it's a bad poem, you created something. Right. Uh, so create. Be an artist. And I just thought that's what we do. You know, and everyone can do that. You don't have to, like, make a living at it. And you can sometimes barely make a living at it. But it does free you up. It, it, there's not a lot we can do, really, as humans. We can procreate, and we can do whatever. But we can create, beyond procreating, which is, is rudimentary, fairly simple. Procreate was to... in that, that, that scene that you, that you and Kathy yes. did. We really made me think of the word procreate. Because yeah. I never really thought of the word procreate yeah. until you keep saying it. But yeah. keep going. We Anyways, procreate. But then, so we do that. That's how right. we make something. But then the other way we can make something is to be an artist. Whether that artist is a, somebody who makes desks or somebody who paints or writes or whatever it is. It does little crafts. You think doing little crafts is because, you know, they want to have another piece of shit over on the... the break front no because they want to make something there's right. something in us that we want to make we want to see something that that we manifest yeah that so, came from us yeah or hear something that came from us or whatever were you happy the way that uh, the hbo stuff went were you looking back on that stuff now the funny thing is the first time we did it we didn't do the whole show we only did certain pieces and sort of the darker pieces mm -hmm. um they you know they only did an hour and we, our show was longer than that. And they, so they just picked sort of the lighter pieces. And they're not really light, but lighter. Um, so that was a little bit light. We were a little bit like, hmm, we like our dark pieces too. Mm -hmm. And so, but then we got to do the second HBO special, which was called The Dark Side. Right. Yeah. So then we got to put the dark pieces in. Right. So yeah, I mean, I i don't care. I was thinner and younger. <laughs> Never going to be that again, but... It was, uh, yeah, it was great. It was fun. I love HBO. Somebody, somebody, uh, one of my students asked me, she said, what is it, uh, what is it like to, how come nobody ever talks about the art, the artist as the artist ages? And it wasn't like, what's it like to be old? It's the idea of how do you maintain keeping up that artistry, keeping up the inspiration, keeping up, cranking out the, not the product, but just evolving and aging and I, I I haven't written her back yet but I was thinking I love being older so much more I am so confident about who I am right now right. and I also know that the struggles that I had when I was younger have not made me a stronger person necessarily but made me appreciate my life right now mm -hmm. like the, the like whatever the fuck has happened to me in the past I don't look at that and go like my marriage I don't look at that and go I wish it never happened because you know what that gave me a point of view about something right now. Absolutely. And uh, as when I was younger, I just, I don't think I was fully conscious of it. You know what I mean? I was never quite in my body. I was always gra looking, grasping and, you know, trying to get something. Uh, and now I'm like, what the hell were you doing all that time? <laughs> a lot of nothing, a lot of worrying about nothing. A lot of, uh, not, not being in your body. And so here's what I'm going to say, what everyone should do. 
beyond anything else, I say, everyone should meditate. Mm -hmm. And I'm not kidding, and it sounds woo-woo, but it's not. It just stops you for a second so you can get back in your body. Right. And give it a rest. Give your brain a rest, really, right. more than anything. And, uh, I, you know, I do that now. I never would have. When I was young, I was like, meditate? No. Who has the time? the bar or whatever I was doing. Um, but now it's like. When you did that, I saw your hair flying. Oh, it like, was. Look it was at my flying. hair. I was running right. around. I lived in New York. It was fun. It was great. It was at the time, and I'm glad I did that, but I don't want to do it again. So, yeah, I mean, I think, and I, I think I, we I, have I, new things to say. Here's the problem, though. i got to say, a lot of the things that I found interest, I find interesting, I'm going to say interesting instead of horrifying, about aging, <laughs> and, you, again, you can, it, it can be funny, you know, you, you can, if you have a sense of humor. I think now I would really like to write that stuff and talk about it, and, um, but I think only people my age want to hear it. Or, 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 you know what I mean? I think. I don't I, know for sure. But we're I think somebody 30 is like going to go, yeah, see, you're old. And I don't even want to think about getting old yet, so I'm going to go laugh at But when you're 30, I think when you're 30, you're, I think when you're 30, you're, you're almost 50. That's the way I look at it. I think people in their 30s are looking at where, where I am. I'm 54. Are looking at 54. And I don't, I don't see that as being very different. I believe that when I'm 30, I like Such hearing. Such I know, right? <laughs> but not anymore. I, uh, but I, I, look, I look at when I was 30 and certainly being an artist at 30, I think that I really... I, I, I had a I had a relationship with the older with an older generation, and coming from Second City, there's also a feeling of history and yeah. a feeling of um, those are those were those people blazed a trail for me to go through. Those people blazed a trail, like French and Saunders blazed a trail for so many women to mm -hmm. go through, and they did that. And so I'd be interested in hearing when I if I was thirty, I'd be interested in hearing, particularly if I were a woman and they're looking at these women, I'd be interested in hearing that story. Well, yeah, I mean, I do hear from lots of young young women, uh, and, and even some I work with, and I'll be like, oh my god, when I saw the Kathy and Mo show, I loved it, and blah blah blah, and and that's great, and and we were. Not the first ones, but we were among the first to really talk about certain issues. And, you know, we had a big fight with uh, the producers when we did the Off-Broadway show about whether they would put feminist in it. Mm. It's a feminist comedy. And we're like, well, that's a fucking deal breaker, dudes, because uh -huh. that's what it is. Right. And uh, they were just so afraid, you know, that somehow... But it goes back to fear. coming down from the mountains and right. burn us or something. Right. Uh, and it was fear. And, and now it's almost quaint. But but women now, young women now, are like, yeah, I'm feminist. What the fuck of it? Right. And I think, or they don't, even, or they don't even use that term because that seems antiquated. But it's in a way. not so not fucking antiquated. Let's uh -huh. not say that because it's not antiquated. The minute there is absolute equality between the sexes, right. then it will be antiquated. I would love to never use that word again. Mm -hmm. Maybe I would that, love in that my word mind. to go the way of the cart horse. You know that means, but I would love that. But it's not yet, and we can't say it's yet. Not when, uh, yeah, not yet. I, I I understand what that means, and yet, I, and not there's not a yet. I also feel Sorry, like the women that I know, no, but the women crazy. that I know that are very strong, I don't know that they would say they're necessarily feminist. Well, then they're assholes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's I don't know that they would say that they're not. They don't follow through on that, but I don't know that they would put that on a business card. Why not? What are you? What are they afraid of? I don't know that. I don't think they're afraid of anything. I don't know. What do they think feminism is? Look it up in the fucking dictionary. Mm -hmm. It means it means an equality between the sexes. Got it. On every level. But I'm not saying that That's they're not denying that. 
well, I'm not then, saying we're not denying that. It? A lot of young women are saying it now, and I think, oh, thank God they're back because okay. you know there there was a little bump there when people mm -hmm. were like, I just want a spray tan and some boobs. Right. Really, that's my whole life. <laughs> but and you know, I, I I can't tell people how to live, but I can just tell them if you want to have any self respect, mm -hmm. and if you want to be the thing is, women don't even know some women don't even know how little they're valued. Do you know what I mean? I mean, and I could talk about this forever, but I won't. You can but, if you want. Yeah, but I have to go do a show. Right, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, but for instance, like um, Michael Sam, mm -hmm. first, gay, first out gay draft NFL. choice right, for not the NFL. NFL. Right, right, he's not right, in yet, but right. I'm a Sammy, and I'm going to get a whole group of people that are going to be like, whatever team he's on, we are there for them. Mm -hmm. We are there. And I could give a shit about football. Let's mm -hmm. face it. It's kind of ridiculous. But now I will love it. Uh, but for instance, so so this gay guy's there, and, and gay people in general, it's like, if they act at all feminine, that makes them less than. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And why? Why should that bother anybody? Right. Because we don't value women. That's why. We don't value the feminine. In I think the, there are a lot of way we should. I think there are a lot of women that don't value women. And I, I think, think so that, too. That's why I look at what's going on with uh, what went on with Virginia and the the the, the what, what is it uh, the, the which thing? the governor the governor wanting to have everybody have an ultrasound governor oh, governor Jesus. ultrasound and looking at that and I'm thinking don't women vote how are they not why is the well there's all you know obviously there's all kinds of different women uh, right? unfortunately but yeah those women are like whatever whatever Bob says he knows best mm -hmm. Bob knows he knows these issues. So I'm just going to listen to him. I'm going to vote his way. But I have got a great recipe for pineapple upside down cake. I'll just make your hands again. Come on in, Bob. Right. Can they come in? Okay. <laughs> oh, and you know what? In general, they I would let them live their life. I think if that's, that's if right. you feel safe that way, if that makes you happy, truly down deep in your soul, you know, uh, I bless and release you. But you got to bless and release me wanting to not be like that. Right. And you have to bless and release me wanting to have my body be my body, right. not anybody else's. Right. You know what I mean? So uh, that, that's my biggest problem with them. I don't care. If you want to live your life like that, who am I? Who am I to say no? But you can, but don't legislate my body. Right. And, but my feeling is if you're silent about that, isn't that a, a silent acquiescing? Isn't that an acquiescing of let's, that's okay to legislate that way? Yeah. And that, so I have, I do have, yeah. an, I do have an issue with those women not so speaking do I. up. But there's the, you know, but we have to get the women who actually feel the same way to get to speak up. Right. So do you know what not, I mean? Yes, I know what you mean. To, that, I think that there are a lot of people who are um, skeptic, not skeptic, cynical. A lot of people are cynical yeah, going, well, what's you know. the point? Everything's going to be, and you go, no, 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 no. Because I think that, I know for me, being out here in Los Angeles it, the, when you're cynical, it's the death of anything creative yeah. or forwarding action of any kind. That's so those, why, that's like you. That's like being an actor. You can't worry about looking foolish. Right. You can never worry about looking ugly or foolish or any. You can't. You've got to be without embarrassment. Do you know what I mean? You just do, or else you cut yourself off. Right. Especially in comedy. And it's interesting because in order to get to that point where you don't see yourself being foolish, you have to surrender the ego, which yeah. is such a large part of. What a lot of people go, well, I have a strong ego. It's like, no, we let go of the ego. Yeah. Particularly when it comes to scripted work, where if I give you a script, you go, okay, I'll pay, play the douchebag. Mm -hmm. But if I say, um, we're going to improvise a scene where you play the douchebag, you go, no, I can't do that. 
because your ego gets involved. The moment that you're given a script, you're like, oh, I could surrender all that bullshit. Oh, no, I can be a douchebag. No, I know you can. I know you can. But now, I think what's I'm... wrong with a douchebag? Let's get to that. Since when? What's, what's, why is a douchebag the, the essence of everything? So well, it could be stupid. a nutsack or an asshat. Okay, I prefer asshat. Asshat was gender. Yeah, asshat. I just wonder what, who did, who was the first person that said, "God, he's such a douchebag." But it's also you know people I mean? call people dicks too. Yeah, they do. But guess what? That's they, the, the oppressor. So I, mean, I can go do a whole. What do you mean by that's the oppressor? I know that you've got to go in a couple well, minutes. I, well, but what do you mean it's still when a you patriarchal say? society, right? You can't really make fun of your boss in a way that's going to hurt them, can you? Right. They can't. You can't fire them. They can fire you. Right. So you can say anything you want. You can say, "Oh, our boss is a big dick," and the big dick is, has all the money. Right. And has all the power. Do you know what I mean? So that's why. I mean, in a very badly constructed. I, I get it. I mean, I get it. Yeah. I get it. So, oh my God! All right, I'm gonna let you go because I know you have to go. I you got to do a show. show. This was really fun to talk to you. It was really fun to talk to you. Um, thank I'm you so much. I'm gonna stop. Give a shit about freaking politics. Oh, I do. I give a sh- such a fucking shit about it. Hell okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Thank you, Mo. Thank you, sir. Thank you for listening to the ADD Comedy Podcast. For Dave Rosowski, I'm Ian Foley. If you'd like to see one of Dave's improv shows or one of my stand-up shows, you can get that information at addcomedy.com. If you want to take a class with Dave, that information is located on his website at davidrozowski.com. You can also follow Dave on Twitter at drozowski. Today's episode was sponsored by Troubadour, a restaurant movie. A new movie by Group Mind Films, portraying an accurate, sometimes funny, and sometimes cringe-inducing glimpse at restaurant life. Troubadour, a restaurant movie. Available to watch in its entirety online for only $5 at groupmindfilms.com.